February 13th, Valentine's Day Eve. And I've got to say, Mike, I do not love this slate. No, I do not. Uh, and it's weird that I don't love it because there are a few value plays. There are some studs that have good matchups. Uh, there's really a couple good games if you like watching basketball. There's good games tonight. So it's kind of weird that we don't love it for DFS. Well, we said basically before yesterday's show, I hope nothing changes. This is exactly the way I want things to go. And truth be told, really nothing did change except I was going through and making my last minute adjustments just before yesterday's slate locked. And I see on Twitter that Okafor will start for Mirotic as the Pelicans try to match up with Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. And I thought, man, I can't have this much exposure to Nikolai Miritich when he's not even starting. I should have just left him in my lineups. Yeah, I ended up leaving him in my lineups. The weird thing that I thought there was, I didn't even know Emeka Okafor was still in the NBA. Yeah, it's one of those player-coach things, I'm pretty sure. But enough about last night's slate. Let's get to this beautiful six-game slate. we gotta, I got to start prepping for Valentine's Day and just saying things that I don't really mean. So... <laughs> <laughs> My play of the night, I do mean this, it's Davis Bertans. I don't know for sure who's going to play for the Spurs tonight. I feel relatively con- confident that Bertans will. They're on the second half of a back-to-back. They've already ruled out like a fourth of their team until after the All-Star break. But Bertans still $5,000 on FanDuel. On DraftKings, he's 4800 I expect him to score somewhere around 25 to 30 FanDuel points, and I think he's got upside from there. Oh yeah, I agree with you completely. Uh, I, you know, if I could just say my must play of the day was play a spur or two, I would. Uh, so I'm going to say Pau Gasol. Uh, before the show, I was debating whether I wanted to mention it, but looking at the schedule, this is their last game before the All-Star break. They don't play for 10 whole days, uh, cause they're not even playing in one of the, the first day back after the break. Uh, it'll be another matchup with this Denver team when they return. I like Pau Gasol here. I think this will be the rare moment where we see him play 30-plus minutes in back-to-back games this season. Uh, so give me Pau Gasol just because, you know, we saw what he's capable of doing last night. And if they want to compete with Denver at all tonight, they're going to have to play Pau Gasol. So we do have a lot of studs on this slate. Like, we just gave a $5,000 and $6,000 big man. And this slate is not devoid of studs. We've got Giannis. We've got Westbrook, possibly. We've got LeBron James. We've got James Harden. Paul George, Jimmy Butler. Who is your pick for the highest scoring play of the night? Uh, LeBron James. Nice. With Paul George uh, covering him. Yeah, I think that, uh, this is a LeBron James game. Um, you know, they had a, LeBron did a little interview after his last game and he talked about how it was really nice to have guys that can contribute around him. Uh, and you know, that, that's just kind of a silly comment because LeBron really did everything in his, this first game with the Cavs and the new look roster there. He's going to do it all again tonight. Um, you know, he's said that Paul George is one of the best defenders. We all know Paul George is one of the best defenders, but I think that we're going to see a show from LeBron tonight. And I think that the wrong team is favored in this matchup. Okay, so a better question. Are Generally, your stay away of the day is one of the studs. Yeah. Who's your stay of the way of the day today? Uh, for me, it's probably going to be James Harden. Ooh. And that's not going to be a popular opinion because shooting guard is, you know, there's a couple guys at the top in the mid-range, but there is a pretty large gap between James Harden and some of the others. But, you know, the idea of, 
Harden having to deal with Jimmy Butler and just being on the road in Minnesota. Uh, I think that I would much rather pay for like a guy like LeBron. I would play, pay for Westbrook before I would play for Harden. And I'd probably pay up for like Carl Anthony Towns before any of those guys. So I'm going to fade James Harden. It's funny. The high, the highest over under of the night is that Houston Minnesota game. Your stay away is Houston's best player. Mine is not Minnesota's best player, but he's another stud from that game. I'm staying away from Carl Anthony Towns. The Rockets have been the best team in the NBA against the center position. They're the second best team against the power forward position. Clint Capella is a difficult matchup for Carl Anthony Towns. I'd rather play Capella than Towns. I'm staying away from Carl Anthony Towns on both sides tonight. Uh, I think that I like that. I don't think that that'll be a super popular opinion. I do think he's going to garner some ownership percentage tonight. Good. So that that's a good thing for us. Uh, if we don't think that he's you know an absolute must player or lock, uh, I do think that other people are going to think he's in a good spot. So I, I like that. That makes me excited. That makes me excited as well. Now it's time, Mike, for the big news. The, the part of the show where you send me like the guys that are in and the guys that are out and I just read off the list that you've provided me in advance of injury news. There's only one problem with that segment today, Mike. Yeah, there's a little problem. And so uh, the big news that I have, I'll, uh, I'll go through the portion that I know and then you can go through, uh, the rest that you did not share with me. Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony are both questionable. They're going to be game-time decisions for tonight's game. I don't know that we have a lot of concern over whether they're playing. They did both go through shoot-around before the game. You're going up against the Cavs. Their injuries weren't thought to be that serious. But I would expect this is going to keep their ownership way down after last the last Thunder game, we thought Westbrook might play until after lock. Yeah. This is definitely going to annoy daily fantasy players because I will say the community as a whole did expect Russell Westbrook to play in the most recent game. Uh, I personally, it was a situation that I've been staying away from. I'm probably staying away from it tonight. Uh, but however, I do prefer him over a guy like James Harden. Um, but I, I will go ahead and say I think that they definitely play. When you, when you look at the line in this game, there's absolutely no way the Thunder would be favored by two if Russell Westbrook was not playing in this game, in my opinion. Okay, so Mike uh, is guaranteeing Russell Westbrook will play. You can get him in your lineup and not worry about it, right? Honestly, yeah. I guarantee Russell Westbrook plays <laughs> in this game. The, and if he doesn't, I guarantee the line will not be Oklahoma City minus two. Fair. That's that's perfectly fair. The other big news I've got here, Jamal Murray dealing with chest soreness, and he is questionable against the Spurs. Listen, we... I've talked extensively on this program about the log jam at guard and wing that the Nuggets have. If if and when Murray is out, you would expect Will Barton, Gary Harris to be very good plays. Yes, uh, definitely good plays. Uh, don't typically get excited for them against a team like the Spurs just because they are good defensively. Uh, it's a little slower pace of play. But if he is out, I definitely like both of those guys against the Spurs in this situation knowing that San Antonio is very shorthanded, and they are on short rest since they're on a back-to-back and now traveling to play at altitude in Denver tonight. You know what the best – one of my favorite things – I mean, I love everything about draft, but one of my favorite things about draft is with a gross game like that, you don't have to play so many players that you might get goaded into picking one of those guys. You can just avoid that game altogether. The other thing I love about draft is that your chances of winning are 80% better than on salary cap sites. You can play in a real live NBA draft right now, be done in under five minutes, and get paid out the next day. Drafts are filling every second, so you can join whenever you want. 
All new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit, but you have to use our promo code SPORTSLINE. That's right, play in a real money draft for free just by using our promo code SPORTSLINE. But it gets even better. Draft is so sure you'll love it that they're even offering Sportsline DFS podcast listeners a money-back guarantee up to $100. Just search Draft in your app store or go to draft.com and come play free right now with promo code Sportsline. We're not going to mention who won the, the draft contest last night because he's not going to be with us today. But we will have a draft at the end of the show if you want to know what order we would go in. Let's go over to the Sportsline odds page. Did I miss any other big news first, Mike? Uh, no, there really isn't any other big news other than we think that there could be something with the Spurs. Uh, the reason we may not have it is it may not come because of the All-Star break being later this week. Right. Okay, so the Rockets, two-and-a-half-point favorites at Minnesota. This is a game I would expect a lot of people are going to stack. I would expect people to, to get the value plays in and then try to get Harden and Butler and Towns and maybe one other good player from this game. We've already talked about how I don't like Towns. You don't like Harden. Let's move on to the other guys, the other stars, Chris Paul, Jimmy Butler. Any interest in those two? I think out of all of the guys in this game, you know, especially talking about what we would call the stars, Jimmy Butler is the one that would be at the top of my list if you asked me to play someone from this game. Uh, you know, it's a pretty good pace to play situation for him. When they have guys like, you know, he plays big minutes anyway, but when they have guys like James Harden and Chris Paul out there, you can guarantee that Jimmy's going to play pretty much as many minutes as his body can handle tonight. So Jimmy Butler is by far the number one option in this game if you're looking at the upper tier of players. Now, I only, the only problem I have with that is where do we cut off the upper tier? If we cut off the upper tier at 9,000, then I agree with you 100%. If the upper tier extends down to 8,300, then my pick for the top upper tier play would be Clint Capella because of that matchup with Carl Anthony Towns. It is a pot, like it's not a good matchup for Towns. It is a very good matchup for Capella. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I, I wasn't counting him just because I, you know, I, I typically leave it 9k and above. Sure. Jimmy Butler's kind of that, you know, even when we're not talking about this game, Jimmy Butler's really that fringe player that is always, you know, cons- the bottom line of the stud, but, uh, I do like Capella. I think that he's in a good spot. My problem with Capella is going to be I don't think I'll be able to play him over Pau Gasol if we are thinking that Pau is going to play the same minutes he did last night. Right. Is there Are there any players uh, below eight or 9,000 that you are considering? Are we going to go back to Luke and Bahamute? Uh, no. The only one that I'm really considering that I, I think is a good play in cash games uh, is probably Taj Gibson. Yeah, I think that you know what you're going to get with Taj. He's going to score you 25, maybe 30 FanDuel points, uh, which might be enough tonight. You know, 5,400 isn't ideal, but you could pair him with Bertans at power forward. Uh, if you go to FanDuel and just click on the power forward tab, it is pretty disgusting. Right. So I, I think that Taj Gibson is kind of in play by default. And he's 5,300 over on DraftKings. Capella only 7,500 on DraftKings. I, I like him quite a bit over there. I don't know what Gasol's price is. 56, man, he's still so cheap. If we, if we don't feel confident in Pau Gasol as we get close to lock tonight, I'm going to have some definite exposure to Clint Capella at center. I may play them both on DraftKings. So let's move on to the next game and probably the most interesting game of the night, both from an NBA perspective and from a 
value slash minutes perspective. The Cleveland Cavaliers, the new and improved, rebuilt, revamped Cleveland Cavaliers, one and a half point underdogs to the Oklahoma City Thunder with an over under of 221.5. The Cavs have been the worst team in the NBA against small forwards, second worst against point guards, although we'd expect that to improve now that Isaiah Thomas is no longer there. The interesting thing for me in this, this game, Mike, guys like George Hill, Jordan Clarkson, do we think that they see more minutes in their second game with the team? Uh, yeah, I do think that a couple of them will see more minutes. I think Clarkson at, you know, it really kind of depends how, in my opinion, how LeBron is doing against Paul George early in this game. But I do think Clarkson is the one guy that is for sure going to approach 30 minutes uh, because I do think that they're going to need his scoring in this game. Uh, so I think that he's the one that, that probably gets the biggest boost in minutes, in my opinion. Is he the only one that you're really interested in this game besides LeBron? Um, at this point, I need to, uh, you know, I think, you know, we didn't, you obviously you saw, we didn't have much injury news yet. I think, I think that there probably is still some coming, uh, tonight that's really going to allow us to understand the situation a little better. Uh, but there are enough guys at point guard, uh, that we'll talk about here in a bit that I don't think that there's any real reason to go jam George Hill into your lineups. So, you know, I like him. I think he's probably going to play a few more minutes. I think it's a pretty okay matchup for him. And I think he's going to be very good for the Cavs as they continue to play together and work together. But I, I don't think that it's a situation where you're just rushing to get George Hill in lineups tonight. All right, I'm going to throw a name out there. And this is everybody's favorite top part of the show because I'll probably butcher the name. But he has started the last three games, I believe, for the Cavs. I wouldn't be surprised because he's played pretty well if he stays in the starting lineup. Uh, in fact, uh, Ty Lue has already confirmed that he will. Seti Osman. Yeah, I uh, I like it. I think that, you know, obviously he's probably not going to see any Paul George. We know Paul George is going to be locking up LeBron. Right. Uh, so for that, I think that, you know, if you're looking at, like, say, some sort of like a standard projection system that uses defense first position, I think you're going to see a spot where his projection might be kind of deflated a little bit because it's assuming that he's being guarded by the small forward of the other team. Right. And that that's definitely not going to be the case in this spot. So I do think that I like Osman. I think that he's one of the interesting value plays on this slate. I think he's still going to get some minutes. Um, I don't think it's a must play because we still, you know, we have those Spurs value guys that are providing almost enough of the value that we need. But I will definitely have exposure to Osman, and he's someone that's on my radar for sure. Well, we're not going to put him in our FanDuel lineup because I decided after you said LeBron was going to be the top-scoring player and I said Giannis was going to be the top-scoring player that we were going to build a LeBron-Giannis lineup with nice. Burton's, Taj, and Pau Gasol. So all we need now on FanDuel are guards. Hopefully we'll find those in just a moment. I did go ahead and move him into our lineup over on DraftKings, though, at 4,600. So we'll have a little bit of Osmond exposure. Moving on, the Atlanta Hawks at Milwaukee. I don't particularly like this game, other than Giannis. Bucks are 7.5-point favorites. We've got a 209.5 over-under. Bucks get killed by big men. I'm not sure that particularly matters in this game, though. Uh, no, it doesn't. With John Henson, uh, likely going to miss this game again. Uh, it's actually, yeah, it actually already ruled out in this game. Uh, I don't think that really helps a lot. You know, I, he's someone I would have been looking to play had he been available, but 
you know, outside of Giannis, I really don't have a ton of interest here. I mean, you can always mention Chris Middleton. You can mention Eric Bledsoe, Dennis Schroeder. Like, all of those guys are certainly capable of having a big game here and, you know, and helping you out in the tournament. Right. But I, I don't, I don't see any of them being like core players that you're really focused on tonight. If you, and we may get in a position where we need to do this. If you need to go a little bit cheaper at power forward, um, I do think it's a situation where Jabari Parker gets 20 plus minutes. He has come close to a fantasy point per minute in three of his four games since returning from injury. He rested on Saturday, so he hasn't played for, uh, sheesh, almost a week now. So he had to be fresh. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets up to 22 minutes. He's 4,400 on FanDuel. Over on DraftKings, Parker 4,500. And small forward eligible over there as well. Yeah, no, I definitely think that he's someone that you can look at. Um, I kind of like him for all probably, team, maybe. Yeah, no, I, I think that this is a good spot for him. Um, you know, the, I, he wasn't as much on my radar until you mentioned it there, but I do think that, uh, I think this is a really good matchup for him, a good, good place for him to break out. So I will probably actually have some Jabari Parker. I like it. Okay. The Spurs at Denver. This is where we find our value for the night. Denver a six point favorite, 207 over under. Our two must plays so far are from this game with Bertans for me, Gasol for Mike. You will want to just keep an eye on the news though, because I wouldn't put it past Coach Pop to just run a crazy lineup out there. Uh, right. how do you feel about the guards in this game? Um, I'm, I mean, I'm interested in Duante Murray quite a bit. I think that this is a pretty good matchup for him at 5,500 against, uh, Denver. I mean, we've seen him score basically 1.1 fantasy points per minute in this spot. And, you know, we got to project him for at least 25 minutes, probably around 25 to 30 is a good projection for him. So, if you can project him at 30 fantasy points at 5,500, I think that that's, you know, you're, you're going to be pretty happy with that on this kind of a slate. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm definitely interested there. I, I'm locking him in. I, I'm a little bit concerned, um, just to be honest, that he missed a game last week and it's the second night of a back to back and that we could find out he's resting five minutes before their game starts. Yes. Um, but I don't think, like, I think it's more likely that we find out that Tony Parker, after playing last night, is not playing the second half of a back-to-back. Right. So, yeah, that that's where I'm at also. I think that Parker, you know, I, I can't see a scenario where Parker and Gasol both play other than because it's the All-Star break. They, you know, they might just let it happen. Uh, but we really got to watch the news here with these guys. If Parker is somehow going to play, I think you can consider Tony Parker. You, I mean, the upside is obviously clearly limited at this point. Uh, but at 4,500, you know, you got to have your eye on this Spurs guard situation because if we get news that say Murray is somehow ruled out and Parker is not, then I think Parker's the guy you got to play. So right, Kyle Anderson he, is a decent option, I believe. I Barton and Gary Harris both come close to must play status. If we find out that the team's going to be without Jamal Murray, uh yes, they definitely do, and I would probably lean towards Gary Harris first, just simply because of price. Uh, Will Barton's price, especially on FanDuel, is pretty elevated at 7,600. But I, uh, I definitely like both of those guys. Um, this is the game of the night for sure in terms of salary cap DFS. Uh, you've got to get this game right, and you've got to watch the news and make sure you get the right players in there. Nikola Jokic is my pick to be the highest scoring center of the night. He'd be my second favorite play behind Capella if Powell was out. But if Powell 
is playing, I'm probably just going to play a combination of him and Capella, and I won't have any Jokic. If Gasol's yep. out, I'll have Capella and Jokic. Yeah, no, I think that that's the way to look. I think there's one other guy that we could mention. He played 14 minutes last night, Joffrey Laverne. This would be a revenge game for him. I'm not sure he's a very revengeful guy, but uh this is a revenge game against the Denver Nuggets. If Powell were to play a few less minutes or not play at all, right. uh, he would basically enter must-play status, I think, uh, unless you're really dead set on playing Capella. At 3,500 at center, I think he's someone that, you know, not saying go put him in your lineups yet, but maybe when you're sitting around this afternoon, build a lineup or two with him, you know, as if Pau Gasol wasn't going to play. Because we're probably going to get some news from the Spurs this afternoon. We've got the Kings at Dallas, 206 over under the Mavs, six and a half point favorites. I am fairly fond in this game of De'Aaron Fox. At $6,000, he has been playing a little bit better basketball as of late. Been pretty consistently right around 28, 29 plus fantasy points. Uh, and the Mavs just don't really have anybody that can stay in front of them. Uh, yeah, no, I like Darren Fox a lot here. So what I'm projecting and what we're, we're actually kind of seeing it. So it's not a real bold projection, but what we've seen with Josh Jackson of the Phoenix Suns recently, we're going to see that, and we're starting to see that with De'Aaron Fox. He's starting to really kind of break out. They're really giving him the opportunity to play the minutes. He's got the usage. Uh, so, yes, I'm all in on De'Aaron Fox here. I think he's, you know, if you've got $6,000 to spend a point guard, which you most likely will, I think that he's definitely a clear number one option uh, at point guard on this slate. Uh, but I also like the Dallas guys in this game. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. is a little too expensive, but it's also going to depend on, you know, what happens with J.J. Brea. He's somewhat questionable. Who really knows what's going on there? Uh, and then Yogi Ferrell is uh, too cheap. He's a very risky play, but he had a very good game last time out against Chris Paul. And if he can do that in that matchup, he certainly can do the same thing in this kind of a matchup. Yeah, and then another guy that we don't talk about very often except for when he disappoints, but Dwight Powell has uh, really been playing good basketball lately. At least 31 FanDuel points in four of his last five. His price is up to 6,700. You're probably not going to play him over Burton's. But if you're not playing LeBron and Giannis in the same lineup and you've got a little money to spend on that second power forward, this is a pretty good matchup. Uh, it's a great matchup for him, and I, I like what you said there. If you don't, you know, paying for LeBron and Giannis together is probably more of a tournament than cash game move tonight. Right. But... If you don't, so if you're not locking in those two studs at power forward, I definitely like where your head's at there with Dwight Powell. I think that he's very safe now that they've clearly committed to giving him minutes. Uh, he does have a ton of upside. The matchup couldn't get any better. Uh, he's the most expensive power forward on the slate now, uh, with Lamarcus Aldridge out. So I, I like Dwight Powell a lot. I think that this is a really good spot for him. Uh, kind of like last night with Zach Levine, where he was the most expensive shooting guard. Uh, didn't have a ceiling game, but had that really nice high floor game. I think we're looking at a similar spot there where you, you know, if you can get the money available, you just go ahead and pay up for him knowing that he's probably your best bet on this slate. I have locked Powell in on DraftKings. Didn't have room for him in this FanDuel lineup, but we've got room for him in DraftKings, and we may end up liking the DraftKings lineup more anyway. The Miami Heat at Toronto. Toronto, an eight-point favorite, over-under of 206. Not really a great matchup for anyone in this game. Uh, I I don't love playing people against the Raptors. I don't love playing people against the Heat when they're playing each other. I just don't love touching the game. Uh, yeah, this is a game that I, you know, 
at this point in the day, I don't have a single player on any lineup on any site, whether it's FanDuel, DraftKings, or Draft. Uh, I'm just not interested in this game at this point in the day. You don't want to play Dwayne Wade? No, I uh, I might watch him play, you know, <laughs> but I I don't want to play Dwayne Wade at this point. No, I I understand that completely. Let's get to our all tournament team because I don't know that we really did enough in uh, different. It's it's not a great like everybody's kind of a tournament play on yeah. the slate, but uh, who do we got at point guard for all tournament team? Where our two point guards in our standard lineup are Murray and Fox, and that's not contrarian at all. Um, maybe Eric Bledsoe at 7,900. I think he might make a good tournament play tonight against Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta struggled against the point guard position. Uh, at 7,900, I just, I don't see people paying more for him than, say, Kyle Lowry, Dennis Schroeder, uh, Dennis Smith. I just, I don't, I don't see a lot of people paying for Eric Bledsoe tonight. And we like Jordan Clarkson at shooting guard? Uh, yes, I like Jordan Clarkson at shooting guard. So then we'll move on over to small forward. How high is Paul George's ownership going to be? Uh, it'll have a, it depends on the news with Russell Westbrook. If we get Russell Westbrook is probable going to play this afternoon, at least two hours before game time, he won't be that popular. Then I would like but, him on my all tournament team. Yes. So I think that he's fine to put on the all tournament team, but my concern there would only be if, you know, we really waited till game time to rule Westbrook in. There's going to be enough people out there that were burnt by Westbrook recently that they would know that Paul George was a must-play if Westbrook was out. That's fair. Uh, but because Jimmy Butler's on the slate, he's going to get that ownership too. So, yeah, I'm 100% on board. Paul George must. Uh, he's the tournament play at small forward. We've got Jabari Parker already uh, penciled in there at the power forward position. And then I don't know as far as our center goes. I mean, Dwayne Dedman is coming off of a monster performance. I don't imagine that anybody's really going to fall for it, especially when he's $200 less than Pal Gasol. The Bucks don't really have any big men except for Thon Maker. Yeah. You don't, you're not convinced. Who's your, who's your alternate play at center? Don't, don't, don't just go. No, along. I'm, I'm fine with it. I, he's just someone that I, I probably wasn't going to play, but you're right. He, uh, you know, for me, I just, I could never play him over Pal Gasol in this no, slate. No, no. But that's kind of well. I guess when the other that's name the point, is though. is Joffrey. Yeah, King Joffrey. Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine with either. Honestly, we can do Dwayne Dedman or Joffrey. They've all been in the Spurs system for a while. So let's just get you a Spur or someone that played for the Spurs in your lineup. That's awesome. Now we've got to find some value at shooting guard so we can finish up this Stars and Scrubs lineup on FanDuel. There aren't. We don't really have the Scrubs. Is the problem. Like I've put right. together a lineup with Giannis and LeBron. And nobody below five thousand dollars. The problem was we haven't touched shooting guard. So Deontay Murray, Deontay Murray is fifty five hundred. De'Aaron Fox six thousand. Those are our point guards. You love that. Our small yep. forwards are Giannis and LeBron. You you love that. Our power yes. forwards are Taj Taj Gibson and Davis Burton's. Yep. We've got Powell at center. Like this is the dream lineup if you can find two shooting guards for a combined eighty eight hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, and that, that's not easy to do, but I do think that we can do it. Um, you know, there are some interesting names. One guy we didn't mention that could be interesting here is Devin Harris. Uh, especially if Murray is out for the Nuggets. Harris did make his Nuggets debut. And he, you know, he played 21 minutes. 
16.9 fantasy points. I bet he would be in line for a similar number of minutes there. He's someone that I think that we could play if we had to, uh, if we had to have that value to lock him in there. And then that doesn't really put you in a terrible position because you get the choice between Eric Gordon, Dwayne Wade, Danny Green, J.R. Smith. I feel pretty confident that one of those four is going to give you six times value tonight and maybe even better. Yeah. Which one is it going to be? Well, I, I wish that I could tell you for sure ahead of time because we would, uh, we would certainly be printing money tonight if we knew exactly. Uh, I think that the guy that no one's going to play is Eric Gordon. Right. Uh, and probably for good reason because he hasn't broken 20 fantasy points recently. It's not a great matchup. He probably still will see a little bit of Jimmy Butler. Um, I guess for me, it's probably going to be J.R. Smith. I, I just, we saw JR play with kind of a little bit different energy the last time out. And we really, in my opinion, need some more exposure to Cleveland here because I, I like the way that they played in that game. And I, I think that they're going to have a lot of energy and really be looking to make a statement here. So if you ask me, I would go with JR Smith. Okay. So that gives us Murray and Fox at point guard, Harris and Smith at shooting guard. Don't worry, folks. It gets better. Giannis and LeBron at small forward, Burton's and Gibson at power forward. And Pal Gasol at center. I like it. On DraftKings, I've left you a lot more flexibility. You get to choose a stud most likely. We've got Murray at center. We've got Osman at shooting guard. Burton's at small forward. Dwight Powell at power forward. Clint Capella at center. I need to get Pal Gasol in that lineup. He is in at the forward position. You have 8150 per player for a guard and a utility. So if you want to just put LeBron in there, we can do that, and then we would have 4,800 for a guard. Or we can do something different. All right. Uh, I, I mean, I, I like LeBron a lot tonight. Okay. If we did that, um, you know, that, that would give us enough for Rodney Hood, who we didn't even mention, who could play well off the bench here. It does get you Dwayne Wade. It does give you J.R. Smith. Uh, I, I have no issue stacking up the Cavs in this game because I like you know like we we did the other day a little bit with the Cavs I think that the Cavs are one of the more stackable teams still even though they've introduced all these guys into the uh, rotation I I honestly what I view this as with J.R. Smith and why I like him so much you know there's it's a new team for him but not only is it a new team when he sees that they brought in guys like Jordan Clarkson and Rodney Hood that's really kind of a threat to his playing time and usage a little bit if one of those guys really starts to shine. Uh, so I view this situation as one where J.R. Smith is really going to be aggressive and kind of show that he can still score the basketball. I want to put J.R. Smith in this lineup if you'll let me. Plus, he, pretty clearly he hated Isaiah Thomas and Dwayne Wade and Jay Crowder, and now that they're gone, he's happy. They yes. were They were running the fun that he had with basketball. So we will prepare for our draft draft. And first I'll give you the DraftKings lineup. DeJounte Murray is our point guard. Osman is our shooting guard at 4,600. Burton's at small forward for 4,800. Dwight Powell at power forward. At center, we've got Clint Capella. J.R. Smith is the guard. Pal Gasol at forward. And LeBron James at utility. You know what I love about this is... Adam liked to act like he was setting up these drafts and the reason that he always had the third pick was because he was setting it up and that's just the way that it did it. Like he didn't have any control over that. And you set up the draft and immediately you have the first pick. 
which I know you would not have chosen on this night. You would rather have the right. second and third, I, I assume, especially since yes. you know I wasn't going to take LeBron anyway. Yep. So clearly Adam was just pulling our chain. I was just stalling so we could do the draft. And now we're ready. Who are you going to take with the first pick, Mike? Uh, I'm, you know, you said that you're not going to take LeBron, but I don't believe that when you get two picks. You're right. Oh, you're right. I think that he, he would be your third pick. He would be third overall for you for sure. So I'm going to go ahead and take LeBron because I still want LeBron. And, you know, you, you kind of notice it a little bit on this show. I, I am a big LeBron James fan and I tend to think that I have a good read on when LeBron is going to be a good play. And when he's not going to be a good play. So I, I like uh, I like LeBron, but I also like Russell Westbrook. I, that makes sense. I will go ahead and take Giannis, and and for the third pick, I'm going to take Jokic at center. Nice. I like it. So I'm going to have LeBron, and then I'm going to take Westbrook. And right. I uh, I appreciate you. You probably think that Westbrook's not going to play here, so I like that. That's the. Uh, very, very generous of you. Yeah. Uh, for me at center, I don't, I don't need to take center now because. Right. Yeah. We've already got a few. You've already taken one. So at guard, I guess I'm going to have to take Jimmy Butler. Oh, you don't want to pass on James Harden like that. I do. I think Jimmy Butler is going to shut him down. All right. Well, I, listen, I completely and totally agree with the idea of. James Harden's $2,000 more than Jimmy Butler. I would rather play Jim, Jimmy Butler. I think it is cuckoo bananas to say I want to play Jimmy Butler over James Harden when I don't have to worry about a salary cap. So I've went ahead and locked James Harden into my lineup. I also think there's a chance, especially you have Westbrook. Let's say Westbrook doesn't play. Yep. I think there's a chance Paul George outscores LeBron tonight. So I'm going to put Paul George on my team now. Uh, yeah, no, you definitely got the, uh, the better hand on me in this draft here by <laughs> me allowing you to get Paul George there. That was, uh, that was a mistake on my end. Uh, so now I need a forward and a center. And there's no real incentive for me to take the center now. So at forward, whew, probably gonna have to be Chris Middleton for me. It falls off quite a bit. Uh, yeah, Chris Middleton. You don't, you really seem just a little bit shook over this draft. Just a little. Just a little. Well, you get to make another pick. So you can take your center now. All right. Well, you don't like Carl Anthony Towns. You like Clint Capella a little better. Yeah. But I already have a center. Uh, so it doesn't matter who I You already have a center. I think I'm going to take Carl Anthony Towns. I'm just, I'm hoping the Minnesota Timberwolves play really well because I have Jimmy Butler too. So uh, I feel pretty confident in my position here. Like if I was looking for upside, I certainly wouldn't do this. But I just want to solidify my floor. So I'm just going to go ahead and take Chris Paul. Yeah. So I've got Paul. I've got Harden. I've got Giannis. I've got Paul George. And I've got Jokic. You've got Westbrook, Butler, LeBron, Middleton, and Towns. You are projected to win by 1.4 points. There is something broken with the projection system. Because I am going to crush it tonight. So that will do it for the Valentine's Day Eve edition of the Sportsline DFS podcast. We will be back on Wednesday with a PGA special. We'll also be here for the final all-star, final slate before the all-star break. I need an all-star break, obviously. I only had two days off already this week. We'll talk to you tomorrow.